Welcome and thank you for tuning in to SM Enlightenment Radio or watching on SM Enlightenment TV. I'm Jenny. And I am Ayana. And we are two healthy chicks providing simple life hacks on this journey to healthy living. So what's in your mug tonight, Ayana? Well, I have a water bottle tonight again. Um, I have my complete hydration, mind health, and a fizz combination. How about you? Nice. Well, I have one of those three things. So I did similar kind of thinking. So needing some hydration. So I have skin elixir in here combined with complete hydration. So I love the taste combo and it's super hydrating and working my skin at the same time. So it's always a good thing. <laughs> Dual purpose. Yes. Love it. Um, all right. So tonight, yet again, we are tackling a big and slightly controversial topic as well. And that would be artificial sweeteners. <laughs> yes, there they are. So as I like to do, um, so let's start with a definition. Okay. So start on level playing field where we are. So what are artificial sweeteners? So artificial sweeteners are synthetic sugar substitutes. All right. So they are chemicals that are added to some foods and beverages to make them taste sweeter. And so people often refer to them as intense sweeteners um, because they provide a taste similar to that of table sugar, but um, it's like incredibly several thousand times sweeter. I mean, that's mind boggling. So we have some numbers to give you an example. Okay. Yes. So aspartame is 200 times sweeter than sugar. Saccharin is 300 to 500 times sweeter than sugar. Neotame is 7,000 to 13,000 times sweeter. Mind boggling. Advantame is said to be, you ready? 20 times sweeter, 20,000, 20,000 times. I just got so, you know, used to saying thousand, it just became, became like 20, <laughs> um, sweeter than sugar. So there's that. And this is what we're talking about. This is in equal, in Splenda, sweet and low. It's all of your artificial sweeteners. And there's a yeah. ton of, there's more than you think. It's, it's crazy, crazy. So, so you just listed uh, most of the, the main artificial sweeteners. So these are the artificial sweeteners that we'll be mentioning tonight throughout and um, for you to be looking for um, if they're in your products, looking at the ingredients list. So um, aspartame, neotame, saccharin. I can't even pronounce this next one. <laughs> Acylsulfame potassium. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Up? Okay. All right. We'll just go with it. Um, if anyone else knows how to better pronounce it, you can let us know in the Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> sucralose and Adventame. So those are the artificial sweeteners that are approved for use in the U.S. and the main ones and the ones that we're going to be kind of chatting about tonight. Yeah. So you'd be surprised. I mean, obviously it's, it's in the heavy hitters that we already mentioned, like equal, uh, sweet and low, Splenda, like obviously, but here's a more expansive list that may shock you. Um, sodas, obviously diet sodas, things like that. Gum, yogurt, cough drops, ice cream, pudding, frozen desserts, toothpaste, let me just let that marinate for a minute, toothpaste, because you need your 
to be super sweet. It's got to be 20,000 times, right? <laughs> I mean, why stop there? I know. Candy, canned fruits, canned vegetables. You got to make sure your veggies are sweetened. Mm. I mean, is there any other way to eat them? Oh, no, because sweet you know? potatoes are not sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. They're just, you know, they're called that for some unknown reason. Yeah. Um, syrups, baked goods, jams and jellies. <laughs> cosmetic products. You need your blush to be sweet, Jenny. Oh, your blush nice. got to be sweet. Because my tongue can reach, you know. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, you would think that we were just talking about like lipstick and chapsticks. No, 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 no. 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 Vitamins, pharmaceuticals, and so many more. We thought we'd stop there. We don't want to yeah. lose you. So yeah. Why not have sweet veggies, Jenny? Please. Oh tell me my gosh. Well, and that just brings up like other things we've talked about, just, you know, eat your veggies, eat your fruits, but you got to be careful, like eat like pure veggies and fruit, like not necessarily canned ones. So, I mean, it like you'd be, I mean, kind of like that just makes me think of our gluten-free conversation, you know, just like, why wouldn't carrots be gluten-free? Like, of course they're gluten-free, but like, no, you don't know what is in the packaging. So same thing with artificial sweeteners. You don't know where they're getting in there. I mean, it's just, that's insane. That's an insane list you just read. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think I've gotten to the point now where nothing shocks me anymore yeah. when it comes to ingredients and the reasons yeah. why foods are packaged the way they're packed. It just doesn't shock me anymore. Yeah. And it's just a matter of getting the word out. These are things that we as mamas need to be aware of. We as people that are buying the food for our family, we as people who are consuming food, <laughs> you need to know Period. these things. So, um, okay, so it's interesting that there is um, some debate out there about what artificial sweeteners do and whether they are good or bad for you. There are camps on both sides of this that say, um, you know, either one. So um, so we definitely recognize that. And so what we're going to do tonight is just share some um, interesting um, information about them, some safety facts about them, about artificial sweeteners, and um, just let you decide. So these might be things that you might not be aware of. They were things that I personally was not aware of. And I don't know about you, Ayanna, but like I've I'd kind of heard things like, oh, artificial sweeteners might not be that good, but oh, okay, interesting. But then don't necessarily do anything about it or don't do any research or don't even know what it's in, like that list that you just read. So hopefully this will be an opportunity for people to expand their understanding and just be that first level of, oh, maybe I should look into this. Maybe I should start paying a little bit of attention about this. Yeah, I, I, you hit the nail on the head. You know, you hear these things like, oh, that might not be a good idea. But here's where I stood. And no, I've never researched it prior to this. Um, if it's imitation, it's probably full of chemicals. You know, if you're going to have a soda, have a soda. <laughs> if you're going to have a burger, have a burger, you know, things like that. So yeah, I haven't actually, you know, gone down the, the research trail, but yeah, it just it never sounded right to me ever. Yeah. And I never knew it was that much sweeter. Like who would think, isn't that, oh. doesn't that defeat the purpose? But I, I well, yeah, I didn't even know that either. So 
Um, so let's just do a little bit of kind of like, where did these come from? A little bit of background on that, um, maybe. So um, we did take um, from a lot of different sources. One source that we um, got some information from is an article by Betty Kovacs Harbalik, who's an MSRD, um, had a medically reviewed article on in 9-4 of 2020 on Medicine Net. So, um, so we we drew from their article and and from different sources as well. But um, they specifically talked about um, the um, the fact that we would like to believe that everything in our foods is. 100% okay, right? It's 100% safe. But unfortunately, this kind of guarantee is just not usually possible. So sweeteners fall under the generally recognized as safe category. So it's called GRAS, G-R-A-S, okay? So that's important to know that, so it's, it's very loose as to how something is approved to be a GRAS, or it's GRAS is actually, it's a, a verb that they use, that the FDA uses. So some, to understand, I'm going to read this for a gross substance, generally available data and information about the use of the substance are known and accepted widely by qualified experts. And there is a basis to conclude that there is a consensus among qualified experts that those data and information establish that the substance is safe under the conditions of its intended use. Now that was a mouthful. But basically, if a lot of experts think it's okay, and is generally used that way, then it's okay to be in our food is how something yeah. is grossed. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. So just so you understand that, <laughs> that is what we're talking about. And artificial sweeteners fall under that category. So they're G-R-A-S, generally, what's it called? What was it? Generally? Generally recognized as safe. I mean, the, the name in and of itself is a joke. Generally recognized as safe. I'm pretty sure that safe is a black and white topic. It is or it isn't. So this whole like category, I, I think it's it's a joke to begin with. But again, I digress. Okay. I'm gonna be like your, uh, um, what you, <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna be the one that just questions everything today, like everything, like it's just. It, I, go ahead, I digress. Okay, so I, I've got one for you, Ayanna. Okay, so yeah, I'm ready. So, Okay, so this is the category that it's in, right? And then, so then, all right, so artificial sweeteners gross. for each different artificial, yes, gross. So for each artificial sweetener, there is, now, ladies and gentlemen, did you know this? There is a formula that is derived for each different artificial sweetener for you to be able to figure out for you personally how much of this particular artificial sweetener every day is okay to be in your system okay so did you know that and so let me just just for kicks let me um because I, I couldn't even memorize this if i tried so let me just wait wait wait, wait. i think we should prep them i think we should prep them okay so okay. you might want to get a pen or a pencil <laughs> oh don't do just that don't out here. Arm. I know, I, but it's just, it's so good. It's, it's so entertaining. Okay. Are you ready? Go, go for okay. it. Okay. So here's the, the, the formula. So it's, it's called estimated dietary intake. All right. Is, is what we're talking about. So the, or the acceptable daily intake, the ADI is what it is. Okay. So for saccharin, the acceptable daily intake is five milligrams slash kilograms of body weight to determine your ADI divide your weight in pounds by 2.2 and then multiply it by five. 
So I have an example for you because, you know, they're just, you know, like, let me give you an example of taking it back to my teaching days. So for example, if you weighed 180 pounds, your weight in kilograms, oh yes, because you do have to convert to kilograms, would be 82. So it's 180 divided by 2.2 and your ADI for saccharin would be 410 milligrams. And I don't even know why they have five times 82. I don't even understand that. I don't know. Do you understand that, Ayanna? Can you translate? <laughs> Yeah. So in other words, if you had a problem with reading labels, just stop eating or using artificial sweeteners because it, I, I'm looking. Hey, don't give away. Labels. Come on. Don't go to the conclusion already. I, I, know, I know. But I think just from the very beginning, our listeners are wise enough to know where we're going with this. But hear me out. Hear me out. I am looking at this equation and it still doesn't make sense. It's mm -hmm. like you know, just like you said, five milligrams per kilogram of body weight. Who is doing that? We can't even figure out how much water we're supposed to drink a day. So, yeah. but wait, that's just for one type of artificial sweeteners, not all yeah. of them. So you're supposed to figure out these types of equations for any type. If you use equal today, or you, well, usually people who are equal don't go to sweet and low and vice versa, but maybe you use stevia at one point or who knows? Like, who knows? Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so no, I can't make and, sense of it. And well, okay. So just to be fair, just to be fair, like I want to point out, there are different places everyone falls on this. So, you know, the Mayo Clinic did not regard artificial sweeteners as problematic. So as they pointed to studies that linked saccharin to bladder cancer in lab rats, but they said, quote, but according to the National Cancer Institute, there's no sound scientific evidence that artificial sweeteners can cause cancer or other serious health problems, end quote. So I do just want to throw that misclaimer in that, um, you know, there are all different viewpoints, uh, but obviously our viewpoint, we are going to share from our research and our personal experience. Um, again, these are just bare facts that are out there um, for you to understand um, and make let you make your own decision. Let you have Absolutely. the power as a consumer. You need to be educated and you make your own decision. So let's look at, let's go down this list of our five or six, whatever artificial sweeteners that we have. And let's just talk about where it came from. Let's just give you the bare facts of where the heck did these things come from? Okay. Sound good? <laughs> Sounds great. I just want to point out that whole little does not regard as problematic. Yeah, that's clear as mud, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> we could we could spend a whole time on that quote right there, but I just had to let you know that this is, you know, we are sharing our personal opinions based on the research that we have done and the experiences that we have with said things and offering it to our audience to be able to make your own personal decisions about these things. So let's start with saccharin. We were just talking about saccharin. We just we just figured out for a 180 pound person, how much saccharin you should be allowing into your body that is generally recognized as safe, correct? Which we still don't have the answer, but yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't either, but you know, come on work with me here. All right. Stop it. Okay. So saccharin, are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Saccharin was discovered when a researcher was working on coal tar derivatives. Yeah. That's what that's that's what I want in my coffee, in my Let that tea, sink in. in my anything. Some coal tar. It's great. I have no more to say about saccharin. No more. I'm no not more. sure that there needs to be anything more. Aspartame. How about you share aspartame? 
So aspartame was discovered in 65 by a scientist trying to make new ulcer drugs and approved by the FDA, my best friend, in 1981 for dry uses in tabletop sweeteners, chewing gum, cold breakfast cereals, gelatins, and puddings. So again, just to bring it back, the scientist was trying to make a new ulcer drug, but the FDA decided, oh no, let's make it a sweetener. Go ahead, sucralose. And, and remember ulcer, like we're going to come back to that in segment two. So just kind of remember that's your gut, your microbiome we're talking about. So we're going to revisit that later. So, but let's move on to the next one. Our third one is sucralose. And I found this to be um, really frightening. I do have a few things to share about this, but first of all, sucralose was actually discovered while trying to create a new insecticide. It's crazy. I, you, you didn't think it could get worse than coal tar derivatives. Oh, like I said at the beginning, nothing shocks me anymore. It just, okay. So here's the thing that is extremely frustrating about the name sucralose. So it, it, it's a very misleading name because you uh -huh. you you hear sucralose and you think sugar, right? You think, oh, that that it can't be that. OSE, mm -hmm. right? So it may have started out as sugar, but the final product is truly anything but sugar. So, according to the book Sweet Deception, sucralose is made when sugar is treated. I can't even read these words, people. Sugar is treated with tritochloride, acetic anhydride, hydrogen chlorine thionyl chloride and methanol in the presence of dimethylformamide, 4-methylmorphaline, tolonine, methyl isobutyl ketone, acetic acid, I can't even say this one, benzyl triethylammonium chloride and sodium methox methoxide, I think seriously, right? <laughs> Making it any unlike anything found in nature. You read the fine print on the Splenda website. It says, quote, although sucralose has a structure like sugar and a sugar-like taste, it is not natural, end quote. In 1998, it was approved for limited use. And in 1999, it was given approval for use as a general purpose sweetener. It is currently found in over 4,500 products, including foods that are cooked or baked. Yum. Just saying. Yum. Okay, let's move on. Alrighty. <clears throat> so here goes another one. The, oh, great. I get, I get the one that we it's couldn't <laughs> pronounce to begin with. I already butchered it. It's yours. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Acesulfame potassium has been approved as a sweetener since 1988. It is listed in the ingredients on the food label as acesulfame K acesulfame potassium, ACE-K, or SUNET. No one has any more information on it than that. It's just something. Just know all the names of it. It's <laughs> otherwise known as, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have a heads up on that one. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to Neotame. I thought this was very interesting. So Neotame came on the scene in 2002. The FDA approved a new version of aspartame called Neotame because aspartame, like I mentioned earlier, like is one of the most controversial ones, believe it or not. And we'll kind of dive into it in a little bit more. And I have a personal experience that I'm going to share in the second, um, part of the, the second segment. Um, but so it's, it's very, very bad. 
very bad. And um, so there were all these issues. So they went and reworked some of the things because people with uh, PKU um, could not have aspartame. So they reworked it because of all these issues and then brought it back on as a new one called Neotame. So it's it's aspartame in disguise is basically what Neotame is. Oh, nice. Finally, Advantame was approved in May of 2014. It's made by Ajinomoto, which is a manufacturer of food additives, including MSG. Interestingly, Adventame has also been approved as an artificial flavor. Adventame is a water-soluble crystalline white powder made from aspartame and vanillin, which is basically an artificial version of vanilla extract. Uh, did you hear anything natural in that description? Anything? Anything at all? Bueller. Bueller. Anyone? <laughs> Just, just wonder. Well, that's our lovely list of artificial sweeteners. I'm sorry. Like I, I do. I fully recognize my 100% sarcastic tone. And I understand, as you stated in the beginning of this episode, people are on two sides of this. And you actually, like, you may love your artificial sweeteners. You may be against them. We're not here as people who judge at all. This is a judge-free zone. We're just giving our opinions. And clearly, mine is against the powdery substances. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's crazy that, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the... Again, you got to watch it because the overlays are just giving it life. Yes. So for those of you just hearing it, um, you'll definitely have to go back and watch the, the in-person when the you know the video right, because you gotta video. Really, or go into the Facebook group and you can maybe see the pictures there. But I mean, it's just it, it's it's mind boggling, especially with the aspartame, how much issue there is out there about that one. And then there's basically three of them like that. There's the neotame and the adventame, which is basically aspartame with vanilla. And I mean, like that's just crazy. So there's obviously a demand for this, but I I contend that like we just need to be educated about what is this stuff and what is it really doing to our bodies. And that's definitely something that we're going to talk more about in the second segment is what is this doing to our bodies? What difference is it making in our bodies? And we both have personal experiences with this, how we figured it out. So definitely come back and hear about what our personal experiences are and our, our final conclusion and thoughts, and maybe even some substitutes of some other things that you could use instead of artificial sweeteners. So you are listening to Two Healthy Chicks on SM Enlightenment Radio and SM Enlightenment TV, and we will be right back. <laughs> 